Welcome to Healthy by Choice, a broadcast designed to bring powerful healing into your life today. Gaining and maintaining optimum health is possible at any age. That's what thousands are learning at CHIP, the complete health improvement program offered across the country and around the world. You can learn more at chiphealth.com. But now, get ready to enjoy some proven results and priceless benefits. I'm your Healthy by Choice host, Charles Mills. If you think health insurance is costly, try getting sick sometime. Now that's expensive. But there's good news. No, we haven't found cheaper insurance, but we have found ways to keep you from getting sick in the first place. And it has to do with what you buy at the grocery store. Are you ready to beat disease and healthcare costs at their own game? Let's talk with Dr. Hans Deal, founder of CHIP and bringer of good tidings on this fine day. Dr. Deal, what's on your mind? Well, what's on my mind is something uh, sweet that is turning sour, and that's diabetes. Yes, yes. Diabetes. You know, diabetes is a disease that has escalated, has progressed, especially in the last 40 years. And the disease is now doubling every 15 years in America. Mercy. Mercy. Yeah. It's almost as if a tsunami of diabetes is rolling over our population. So much so that every, now listen to this, every second American adult is at an increased risk for diabetes, already has diabetes. That's half the population. That's half the adult population, that's right. And every baby born today has a one out of two or one out of three chances of becoming a diabetic in a lifetime. So, you know, this is a pretty frightening acceleration of a disease process that we haven't seen. Uh, well, we have seen some increase since 1945, but especially in the last 40-some years, we have seen this dramatic increase in diabetes. And, of course, it is directly associated with the dramatic increase in overweight and obesity. Yes. You yes. know, today in America, two out of three Adults are either overweight or obese. Mm -hmm. And so whenever you have obesity and, you know, and, and overweight, you always have to worry about diabetes because they're cousins there. They're hooked together. Yes, yes. And I'm sure that you're going to get into why that is because we, we tend to, to somehow think that obesity and diabetes, two very different things, you know, you can have one without the other. But we're finding out, like you say, that they're pretty well joined at the hip. They're joined at the hip. And, of course, that's particularly type 2 diabetes that we want to talk about yes. today. Yes. You know, this type 1, of course, which is oftentimes related to children developing the disease very, very early, usually close after birth, has to do with some viruses or some of these kind of things. Mm -hmm. But we're talking today about type 2 diabetes, which represents over 90% of all the diabetes that we find in our society. This is sometimes also called the adult onset diabetes. It's a disease that we thought of 30, 40 years ago as happening when a person is overweight and is 50, 60 years of age. Today, that has changed. The overweight is still there, bigger than ever, uh, but now the age has changed. Now we're looking for diabetes of a person who's overweight and is 50, is 40, is 30, is 20, is 15 oh, years of age. my. So we no longer use the term adult onset diabetes mm -hmm. because um, it is no longer restricted to adults. It is now being found in teenagers too. 
So that's the type 2 diabetes that we want to talk about. And it's very, very interesting that when you have diabetes, this type 2 disease, you have to always worry about eye problems. You have to worry about kidney disease. It's about 20 times more commonly found in diabetics than in non-diabetics. You have to worry about atherosclerosis. This is the narrowing of the arteries, which is promoted by diabetes, mm -hmm. as well as a diet uh, that uh, also is found commonly in heart disease and diabetics. And uh, whenever you have atherosclerosis being promoted, as diabetes does, then you have to worry about heart attacks and strokes and sexual impotence and hearing impairment and, you know, you have gangrene uh, that's developing in your feet and so on. So uh, whenever you have diabetes, you have to worry about an acceleration of hardening of the arteries and narrowing of the arteries, such as we talked about the atherosclerosis-related diseases. And so as we look at diabetes and you say, well, what's causing this yes. problem? And what is in place now that wasn't there 50, 60, 70 years ago? What has changed, I think true. you would be asking. True, 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 true. You see, the genetics haven't really changed. Right, right. Because genetics take about 300 years mm -hmm. before they change on a national level. Mm -hmm. So it's not the uh, the genetics uh, that are putting us at a disadvantage here, but what has changed in the last, especially the last 40 years, is the change from slow food to fast food. There you go. <laughs> You're right. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's true. Uh -huh. Yeah, we we have shifted from eating our meals at home, uh, basically uh, at our dinner tables, to eating them in restaurants uh, and b being on the run. Uh, grab as you can, go as you can, grab something here, grab something there, and we have become snatchers. Mm -hmm. We have become grazers <laughs> that go from patch to patch all day long mm -hmm. instead of really sitting down and having a square meal. Yeah, yeah. And so whenever you have this kind of a, a new oppression in our society uh, where you're always on the run, even when you eat, then the diet centers more on food that comes in boxes and cans and, you know, that can be microwaved. It's quick, 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 quick. Mm -hmm. And I think when you do this, you have a tendency to increase the processed foods, you are eating less fiber in the diet, which is a magical component in uh, taking good care of diabetes. You are also taking in perhaps more sugar and more fat and more salt, and they have an addictive pattern to it that affects the brain and begins to ask for more and more of these kind of things. You know, what I hear you saying at the very beginning, and I just want to reiterate that, is that Diabetes isn't just about, well, from now on, I'm going to have to take an insulin shot. Oh, big deal. I, I can do whatever I want. I can eat whatever I want. I just need to take an insulin shot. You've identified some horrific problems that can happen to our bodies. So when we're talking about diabetes, we're talking about a very, very serious condition that can have some extremely horrific results loss of eyesight, loss of limbs, uh, loss of uh, lifestyle. We're talking about major problems here. So what we talk about today on this program, diabetes, type 2 diabetes, this is nothing to just brush aside and saying, well, I'll just take a shot and everything's going to be fine. We're talking major problem here. Yeah, that's right. And you know, uh, this diabetes problem is not something that just happens to come to us. We don't catch diabetes from somebody, right? We, we don't catch diabetes, that's right. Yeah. But it comes to us, uh, it's a culturally wrapped dubious gift. Mm. It's wrapped in a culture that says, eat, drink, and be merry. Yeah. If something goes wrong, the doctor will take care They'll of you. If yeah. your blood sugar is too high, just take some extra insulin and you'll be okay. Yeah. 
It's not that simple because, listen to this, whenever we take medications, whether it's oral drugs or uh, injections, all of these drugs, except for one, are having a tendency to increase our appetite. Hmm. And as we have an increase in appetite, that means we eat more. That means we have a greater problem with obesity, which means our diabetes becomes worse. And so we have to increase the insulin and the medication. And so that then causes, again, an enhanced appetite, more weight, more uh, diabetes, more medication, and the vicious cycle continues. So what we need to do, we need to get to the very core, to the root of this whole problem and say, well, what can we do? Can we turn this disease off? What has caused this disease to emerge so quickly? We alluded to diet. We could mention also exercise. We don't exercise anymore. It has to do with overweight. It has to do with our insulin not being able to function properly because of mostly the dramatic increase in fat consumption over the last 60, 70, 80 years. Now, let's talk expectations here, Dr. Deal, when I go to see a doctor and I sit down in his or her office and I say, look, you know, I'm, I'm having these uh, symptoms and the doctor says, well, that's, that's diabetes and they do some tests and they find out diabetes. Am I going to find in that doctor's office the cure or am I going to find something that lets me live a long time with my problem? You know, first of all, uh, when a person is being told uh, you have diabetes, that almost feels like a death sentence. Oh, my, yes. Because people, as they begin to look into it, they have heard that you have to worry about kidney disease, amputations, blindness, all these kind of things, right? Yeah. So uh, the first thing I want to do, I want to say, you know, just relax, because at the end of the program, the second half of our program, we will show you what you can do to increase your chances of slowing this disease down, maybe turning it off, maybe even reversing it. But am I going to find that in the doctor's office? Is the doctor going to give me that information? Well, what we usually do, we provide you with some medication Mm -hmm. that will bring the blood sugar down. Mm -hmm. It's a symptomatic relief. It, um, It brings down the blood sugar, but it doesn't really stop the disease process. Mm, That's what I want to know. It doesn't stop the process. In other words, I'm not going to find the answer for stopping the process at most doctor's offices. I have to go elsewhere for that answer, and I have a feeling that this program is going to provide that answer. Yeah, we will show you uh, in in the second part of the uh, program what you can do to slow down this disease, to stop it, to reverse it, and also for corporate people, we want to show them what you can do to improve your bottom line, the budget bottom line, because there is an increasing uh, evidence that one of our major drivers of medical care costs has to do with chronic diseases, and there's probably no disease more devastating in affecting our bottom line than diabetes. I just want to make sure that we had a light at the end of the tunnel before we continue down this tunnel, because you're depressing me, Dr. Deal, all these problems. You're depressing me. So you can continue to depress me a little bit more if you want to, but I know you're going to have some answers for me, right? No, 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 no. I don't want you to feel depressed. Uh, uh, We're just setting the stage. We're just setting the ground uh, so that you become motivated, that you can become aware that you can do more than anybody else in beginning to positively affect this disease process. And for corporations, they can do more to return this disease to a more normal disease and to cut back on the excessive medical costs. All right. And we're going to do that after our break. We are talking with Dr. Hans Deal from the CHIP program here. As a matter of fact, he's the founder of that. 
and we're talking about diabetes today. This is serious stuff, as you are hearing, and we need to find some answers, and we'll be doing that on the other side of our break. So everybody stay right where you are. a thousand pounds. I like to tell people I always find them again too. Uh, I've struggled throughout my life with my weight. I've always been heavy. It's important to me that you know I stick around to see my grandchildren live a healthy life and life expectancy. And I've lived a very long time very luckily. You know, I, I'm one of the typical examples of what you call uh, living by luck, not by choice. Through the CHIP program, I have learned how to be a smarter shopper, I spend time at the grocery store reading labels and comparing products as to which things are my healthiest choices. I learned how well nutrition can reverse many of the diseases that we have in our country. One of my blood pressure medicines uh, reduced by 50%. I expect uh, when I go back to the doctor, there will be even a further reduction. I've lost 47 pounds since I started. You know, I lost a lesser amount of weight during the first 40 days, but I've continued on since the CHIP program. But during the program itself, my biggest uh, drop was in my cholesterol level. My cholesterol level was 205 before, it was 154 after. My triglycerides went down, my blood pressure stayed the same, uh, all my other factors went down. I think it's honestly helped our relationship. Yeah. And it's more exciting to when we're walking around the track, we're talking and we're asking about our day, whereas we would have been sitting on the couch and like eating and watching Netflix or watching a movie together. So it's definitely, I think, brought our relationship stronger and, and, and in a more healthy way in numerous, I think, avenues. The biggest thing with CHIP is that it's, it's a lifestyle that you can sustain because it's something you don't have to measure, you just do. We're not waiting till we're 60 and getting a stint in our heart, being diagnosed with some kind of high blood pressure or high cholesterol. We're trying to do this as a preventative thing, so we're choosing to be healthy, not waiting for a prescription. It's a lifestyle, it's not a diet. It's a way of living to be healthy, happy, and productive. Ready to make some changes in your life? Visit chiphealth.com. It's never too late to begin living the healthy life. chiphealth.com. Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Charles Mills. We're here with Dr. Hans Deal from the Complete Health Improvement Program, and we're talking about diabetes today, and we have some good news. We've been talking about some bad news here. Dr. Deal, continue our journey down this tunnel, but don't forget that light at the end of it. Go ahead. <laughs> I see, yes. Well, we've been talking about diabetes and the devastating uh, health consequences that uh, diabetes brings along with it, and then we also held out the hope that maybe we yes. can do something about this instead of just relying on taking more and more medications which really don't solve the big problem right right and that has to do with overweight as a matter of fact most of these uh, diabetes medications including insulin actually make the overweight problem worse mm. and thus increasing the need for more medication and more overweight and more medication and more overweight and more medication and you're not really solving the problem but we can break that spiral by becoming more aware and that's what we want to do now all right how do we do that let me just go back to the idea that actually diabetes is preventable. The Harvard Nurses Health Study concluded that 90% of type 2 diabetes, 
was preventable and attributable to habits and behaviors wow. not found in the low-risk pattern group. Wow. So that's very, very good. So 90% of the diabetes is preventable, but it may be too late to reach people that already have diabetes, mm-hmm. right, that are listening to the program right now. Right. So, But let me just go a little bit further to tell you what it costs industry to take care of this disease. The national health care expenditures have risen every year very, very dramatically, as you know, and type 2 diabetes will increase from 10% of the national health care budget to 15% in the next 15 years. So diabetes is a huge cost factor in the overall national health care budget. I have a paper here that was published in the Journal of Managed Care Medicine. This is a paper that came out uh, in December of 2012, Journal of Managed Care Medicine, and the lead article is entitled CHIP lifestyle program at Vanderbilt University demonstrates an early return on investment for a diabetic Mm. cohort in a workplace setting. So it's taking us to Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, That health plan for the employees of this large institution covers about 47,000 lives. So they have 47,000 people insured right. under their auspices, right? Right. And uh, here's what they found. They said uh, the paid claims for type 2 diabetes are three and a half times higher per patient than the claim cost for non-diabetic members, which means mm. that it cost Vanderbilt University Medical Center three and a half times more in healthcare claims when they have a diabetic mm-hmm. in comparison to a non-diabetic. Mm-hmm. So that's huge amounts of money, right? My, at those numbers, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars here, yes. That's correct, that's correct. And so what they did, they said, we want to see if we can actually affect this disease at its roots rather than taking care of the symptoms. And so they send people to be trained to become CHIP facilitators, CHIP leaders, and then the CHIP program was delivered to 30 diabetics who are actually are employees who wanted to come into the CHIP program. Well, two actually had to drop out because they had a change in their employment status. So that left us with 28 employees mm-hmm. of the Vanderbilt uh, University and Medical Center. The average age in this pilot project was 35 to 65 years of age. Mm-hmm and most of these people were females. So these are now uh, people that are employees at the Vanderbilt University Medical Center, Mm -hmm. and they're enrolling this program, and they come into a two-month intensive education program called CHIP. So what in the world is CHIP? Well, CHIP is uh, an abbreviated form. It stands for Complete Health Improvement Program. It's an educational program, intensive education to help people to make better lifestyle choices, Mm -hmm. how they eat, how they drink, about the exercise, and then also how they um, manage uh, their their, their total life. And so this program is delivered in 16 sessions. Um, It's delivered in eight weeks. They meet twice a week for two hours each time. In this particular pilot project, the university dining service is providing the meals for these 28 people, and these meals are coming from our 
Optimal Diet Cookbook. Okay. This All is right. the official chip cookbook, mm-hmm. and it basically pushes uh, more fruits and vegetables and whole grains and legumes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it leaves out the fast foods. It leaves out the animal products. Uh, it leaves out the sugar and the salt and so on. So it's a program that is designed to bring us back to more wholesome, plant-based, whole food kind of a nutrition program covered with exercise. And, of course, people engage in discussions on health subjects, particularly as it relates to diabetes and how to make the changes. But here's what happens. Two months later, right, these people are now being evaluated again. And as you perhaps may have suspected, the blood sugars came down very, very (laughs) significantly, very rapidly within days. And because of that, their personal physicians had to lower their medications and oftentimes totally withhold the medications. And not just the medications for diabetes, because diabetics also, they have to worry about um, high blood pressure. They have to worry about uh, some coronary problems. They have to worry about maybe depression could be there. And so what they found within the eight-week program, they were able to show that 15 medications of these people had to be turned off. Wow. They had to be taken off these medications. Uh So, you know, that was within those first 90 days. And, uh, of course, then the question is, uh, could they maintain this? So then they followed them for another three months. So now they're looking at the results of a six-month intervention program. Would these people stay on the program that they had learned how to make adjustments, how to eat simpler foods? Were they able to eat and prepare their own meals at home as they would now receive no longer the meals at the facility, right? Mm -hmm. And here's what happened within six months. At the end of six months, the medications had been dropped by seven before it was 15, remember, right, now right. it's 7. So they had to go back on some of the medications. But most of these medications were not dealing with uh, diabetes, but they had to do with maybe cholesterol-lowering drugs mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, these kind of things. Right. And here's what they found. The most important thing is the bottom line. These people not only felt better, they not only uh, had a new burst of energy, they not only had a hope for being able to do something about the disease, but they also found as the accountants looked at that, that these 28 type 2 diabetic employees of Vanderbilt had saved the company $67,000 in six months. <laughs> in six okay? months. In six months. In six months. My. In six months. Now, can you imagine, uh, you know, there's a large company that came to us and they said, we have 500,000 yes. diabetics. Can you imagine the savings, but not just the savings, but can you imagine the change in lifestyle, mm. the change in hope, the change in feeling that they're in charge again, no longer having to inject the insulin in many cases? We have seen this in some of our CHIP programs that we have analyzed that about 40% of people that are identified as diabetics by virtue of their blood sugar levels, 40% of them within uh, three months are no longer diabetic. Mm. They no longer have to take the medications or in much, much lower dosages. So we can actually now say that diabetes is reversible. Diabetes can be stopped. 
diabetes in many cases can change and you can recover your health, you don't necessarily have to be suffering from the prospect of amputations. The ever-present quality of life depressant impotence, right? Erectile dysfunction. All these things can be modified, can be improved and oftentimes turned off within uh, two to three months if people just make some changes and move towards a diet that is more of a whole food diet, more plant food centered. So where you emphasize more vegetables, simply prepared, we emphasize fruits, uh, no fruit juice for diabetics, but you know, you can have two or three fruits, especially when you have a high fiber complemental food with it. So when you have a banana, maybe you have some brown rice with it. Mm -hmm. Or if you have uh, a a peach, uh, have some whole wheat slice of bread with it. Mm -hmm. And then you have more whole grains and more legumes. As a matter of fact, they found that fiber is probably the magic component, the magic aspect of managing diabetes more successfully because when you do this, you can actually eat starchy foods, but the starchy food should be unrefined starchy foods, such Mm -hmm. as brown rice. Mm -hmm. You can eat whole wheat. You can eat quinoa. You can eat things that we thought you couldn't eat as a diabetic because now these foods are no longer refined, but they're unrefined and they have a lot of fiber with them. You know, the average American diet only has about 10 grams of fiber and we probably should have more than 40 grams of fiber. So when you settle for whole grains, you get lots of fiber with that and that slows down the absorption of the starch into the system and every works perfectly well. Now, Dr. Deal, you know I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. Is it true that If a person with diabetes decides that he or she wants to move in this direction, the more they move to the whole food, plant-based diet, in other words, if they just give up all the other bad stuff and move to that exclusively, that all of these changes will happen more rapidly and more effectively than if they just sort of add fruits and vegetables to their diet. In other words, the more you do what's right, is it the faster you get well? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, if you are in a pit and you make some simple uh, little attempts of trying to get out of that pit and you jump a little bit, you jump a little bit, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> and you become more and more discouraged. But if you really make that quantum leap, quantum you really leap. say, I need to go all the way. <laughs> and that's why it is with diabetes. It's not enough just to make a few little changes. Yeah. No, you've got to really go all the way. The further you go, the bigger the results, okay. the bigger the benefits. And so what we recommend to people is really, really cut back on the oils, fat, and grease because that is interfering with the cellular a signaling where the insulin opens up the doors of the cells so the sugar can go into the cell where it's needed rather than building up in the bloodstream. So that becomes very, very important, cutting back on oils, fat, and grease. And then you don't want to have that much sugar either, but eat more fruits and vegetables and whole grains and legumes and plenty of water and exercise, and you can be the winner in reversing this disease process. I cannot think of better news that we could herald today on this program than what you just said, Dr. Deal, because there are so many people out there with type 2 diabetes. This is the best news you're going to hear all day, folks, and I'm just so glad that Dr. Deal was here to share it with us. If you want more information on this, you can go to www.chiphealth.com. That's the website for the CHIP program, chiphealth.com, and there are articles there and little videos you can watch, and also find out if there's a CHIP program 
coming near you. This is a lifestyle intervention program. They're not going to find some pills to eat or some, some potions to drink. You're not going to find a product being sold here. The product that is being sold is you and your health and how you can take charge and make it happen. That's at chiphealth.com. Dr. Deal, thank you so much for being with us today. Always appreciate you stopping by. <laughs> thank you. And until next time, this is Charles Mills along with my good friend, Dr. Hans Deal, founder of CHIP, inviting you to be healthy by choice. Goodbye, everyone. If you'd like more information about Healthy by Choice, call Three Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651. You can also email us through our website at 3abn.org.